0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
2: Rangetime is a bi-weekly podcast talking about guns, gear, and the shooting lifestyle. Opinions expressed may or may not be those of our parent company, sponsors, or advertisers.
1: It's the Rangetime Podcast.
2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Rangetime. Joining me today, live in studio, we have the U.S. Army eSports team. What the hell is an esports team? That's that's my first question. Uh, let's go around and introduce yourselves uh, really fast. I'm Esteban uh, Camacho. I'm Sergeant Ortiz, aka Daddy
1: Panda.
2: Daddy Panda, do you put that on your name tape like on the uniform? No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> no, just my gamer tag. Is that that's your gamer tag? <laughs> so if you're playing Fortnite against Daddy Panda and getting your butt kicked uh that's that's you uh i
1: don't play fortnite (laughs) what do you play uh rainbow six Siege and overwatch what i like shooting people in the face that's so awesome
2: (laughs) uh let's keep going down the line here Uh, i'm sergeant raisins aka Scoutoria. is that uh, that's like my gamer tag okay so sergeant raisins is your my actual name okay oh spelled differently but how do you spell it
3: r-a-s not r-i-s R I A I. See, this is the thing. Uh, when it, with a name like John I really Smith, I, I
2: get to make fun of anybody's name I want because I I have suffered tremendous abuse in the name factory <laughs> over the years. I know we have Sergeant Sherlock behind us. You can relate. You know what I'm talking about. She she's being very quiet. Uh, let's keep going down the line here.
1: Sergeant Kohout, uh my gamer tag is Molly.
2: Nice. Based
1: off the the band Flogging
2: Molly to clarify. Not the drug, no. Obviously, not not, uh, not, not the uh, not not the 1950s uh, popular name for suburban American. Not even sure what you're talking. No. Okay. <laughs> um, he's St- he's given me the international look for shut up and move on.
3: <laughs> I'm Staff Sergeant Ogden. Uh, my gamer tag is
1: Recruiter Shark.
2: Now I'm going to start with you because we're we're in Salt Lake City, Utah, Correct. and the first thing he says to me is, "My name is Sergeant Ogden. I've never been to Ogden." When you're in Utah, that's that's probably the number one question, right? Right, get that a lot.
3: I actually got that a lot down south as well when I was in uh, Georgia as well as North Carolina.
2: If you've been to Ogden, Utah,
3: yeah, people asked if I grew up in Ogden, Utah.
2: No way! I didn't know that anybody knew about Ogden other than people in Utah. So that's
4: you're on the map, man.
2: That's right. right? (laughs) Seriously, that's amazing. Uh, Back behind me here, um, we have now. What is what is your role with the team, Sergeant Dodge?
4: Uh,
3: so I am the media relations NCO for United States Army Recruiting Command. So uh, I just travel around with these guys to make sure that they say the right stuff and not the bad stuff. And
2: uh, <laughs> Boy, are you, you in the wrong place. You are on the wrong show to say the wrong stuff.
3: I am showing you my level of trust with you, John. <laughs> I, I've known you now for, what, almost 10 years?
2: I have known Dodge for, for 10 years. Dodge is a bona fide American badass. He has uh, he has put foot to ash for this country more times than anybody could ever care to count. So uh, when I th- when I think of the uh, the guys that I want uh, serving our country, when I think of the men and women I want in uniform over fighting the bad guys, Sergeant First Class Dodge is immediately one of the ones that comes to mind. So
3: I think that might be embellished just a little bit, maybe, but, but I appreciate it. Um, no, I have it is, seen I water. have seen
2: Dodge do some amazing things, none of which can be repeated on this show. Um, I have seen him tackle everything from neighborhood arguments uh, to uh, he was in, uh, was it Tennessee? Yeah. Uh, he was in Tennessee when somebody decided to shoot up a recruiting office. Uh, and he he managed to get uh, get everybody in the building out to safety. He is deployed four times. Yep. Uh, and he got shot in the leg by me. Just saying. It was a ricochet. We'll tell the story another time.
3: I was in Washington D.C. on 9/11
2: too. You were—that's—that's that's right. That was the first time I had you on the radio. Yeah. Uh, you were—you were in Washington D.C. You were scheduled to be on a Pentagon tour. I was that morning? The morning of 9/11. Yeah. Uh, and so this guy—he—I I don't want to use the term Forrest Gump, but he <laughs> manages to be wherever there is something happening, dodges nearby. So if there's ever that uncomfortable silence with current events where you're like, okay, something's got to be wrong because everything's going well, stay away from, from Sergeant Dodge. Because wherever he is, that you know, the world is saying, okay, dude, we're going to need you to, to kick some ass for us.
3: So the good thing, though, is, is I've made it through all of it. So I was actually telling the story to Sergeant Sherlock earlier this morning. She's like, you need to stay away from me. And <laughs> like, I've lived through them all. You know what I'm saying? I've been through all of it, sure. and I've been, come out you know, pretty much unscathed, I, I think. Um, Ex- except
2: for you and my except for my incident with well, you,
3: I you're, you're the only one that's actually injured me from all this stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, what's the likelihood of that? So, what you're saying is we need to stay away from him. <laughs> and
2: so it's my fault. Yes. Yeah, my were, my friends like are My friends are generally in danger at any at any <laughs> given time. Uh, so the story goes, Sergeant Dodge and I were at a we at an improved range. We were being very very safe. Um, I was sighting in an AR and. Uh, one of my rounds went downrange and hit a uh, hit the frame of the target that we were using. Cuz you're such a good shot. There was a metal frame. Well I was I was aiming at the frame. I oh. wanted to test its durability. Oh okay. I wanted to see That's if forward. it was Stick worthy of being down. Stick with that. <laughs> and this was I mean this was out there. We're probably talking probably 100 yards. Yeah. I mean it wasn't we weren't doing any anything close. And somehow the copper jacketing on the round peeled back and came came back the round went through the metal that was that was holding the target and the round came back and popped dodge in the shin and the best part was is that my wife and his wife and his kid were sitting sitting nearby and we couldn't tell them about it because we didn't want them to think we were being unsafe I think the statute of limitations has been lifted. It's been like ten years since. Yeah, it's they're, they're aware of the situation now. <laughs> <laughs> so he literally, we had to keep shooting, and then we had to go to lunch at Chili's, and he's sitting there, and he's got. I mean, it didn't go in. No, it, it just it bounced just off. Kind of started uh, I a little, but you kept it. Yeah, you kept it. I so still have the, the copper jacket. We're gonna have we're gonna have Dodge on to tell the story another time uh, when he's not representing the U.S. <laughs> army. <laughs> we can we can talk about some of the fun stories that he and I have had, but. Uh, we had this, he and I had this this really tight crew. You know, every so often, you guys know this with military life, you guys go from town to town and and every so often you find yourself in a place where you are surrounded by the best people possible. Um I hope that's what you guys are experiencing right now. But we had we had Sergeant Dodge. We had uh we had Star, uh, Staff Sergeant Ashbrook from from the Marines. We had uh Petty Officer Kreble from the Navy. Um, and these guys were, we had Sergeant DeVault who would come around every now and again. Um, and these guys were all recruiters and these guys were my best friends, still are to this day. And somehow the fates aligned that we all moved out of that town within a month from each other. So you moved well, I think you moved, I moved first, you moved first and it was, it was probably about six months. Uh, and then and then I moved and then Ashbrook moved and then and then Andy moved later, um, but we all left within like a relatively short amount of time. And I don't think any of us have really been back to the city we were in, right?
3: No, I, I've yet to be. Back. I have
2: not been back. It's in Saint George, Utah, southern Utah. I haven't been back to Saint George other than maybe once or twice driving to Disneyland. But no, which one of you is from Orange County? That's me. I love I Disneyland. Awesome. That is my favorite place in the world. Disneyland, awesome. we have a show on this. Uh, Disneyland, believe it or not, is the most pro-gun amusement park in the world.
1: That surprises me. Uh, I
2: it, that. it surprises most. There are more depictions of firearms in Disneyland than there are any other theme park in the world. Wow. I have counted every single one of them. They're on a previous <laughs> episode. There are 36 in Pirates of the Caribbean alone. That's amazing. There's actually four in the Haunted Mansion. Huh. We've, we've counted them. I didn't think about that. Yeah. It, dude, the shooting gallery in Frontierland? That's sure pretty awesome, true. right?
4: Considering how conservative Disney is with, their, with everything. Exactly.
2: Disney, yeah. Thank you. But you literally have a ride where, in the Jungle Cruise, somebody pulls out a thirty eight and shoots a, shoots a robot hippo twice in the face. That's badass,
4: man. PETA won't like that.
2: <laughs> PETA <laughs> no. will not like that. People for ethical treatments of uh, animatronic animals. Pita. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about let's talk about why you guys are actually here. I, uh, I've I've probably burned enough of your time already. So this is a gun podcast. So I'm going to talk first. You guys are you guys are obviously soldiers. You guys are obviously proficient in actual firearms. Correct. Correct. Uh, what's your uh, firearm of preference? Anybody? Go ahead and and XM speak up. What is that?
1: That is the 300 WinMag sniper rifle. That,
2: that the is Army uses. awesome. And that, that's what the Army uses. That's a platform that. It's one of our platforms. It's one yeah. of the many yeah. platforms. Not the, uh, not the M14. Uh,
1: the M14 is used by our, our marksmen that are more kind of organic to infantry squads. Okay. As opposed to a sniper team uses the actual sniper rifles.
2: Okay. And you shoot one of these?
1: Uh, before I was a recruiter, I was a sniper team leader, yeah. Is that right? Yep.
2: What's your, what's your longest shot?
1: Um, I mean, if you're counting the 50 cal, we would get out there probably 1.5 to two clicks, but they're larger targets at that point.
2: No kidding. That's awesome. Shooting how a how big a target size. are you shooting?
1: With that at that range, with the 50 cal, you're shooting at truck-sized targets.
2: So 1.2 clicks. How how many is that in, in a normal speak?
1: Ooh, um, so probably just shy of a mile. 1,500 meters to 2,000 meters, which is it roughly converts the same to yards, but a little bit of a difference.
2: Okay. I, I still five, have no idea how far that is. Is
1: that 20 football fields? Oh, God. Damn. <laughs> wow.
2: See, that's what you got to do for me. You got <laughs> to break it down Barney style for me, son. I'm not going to be able to do, do math in my head. Uh, what about you guys?
4: I have a, a Springfield XD. I'm over a handgun.
2: Yes. Just, there you go. High five.
4: This guy,
2: we go, we, go, we go back and forth on this show all the time about Glock versus XD. Yeah. And I am an XD guy. You guys Glock? You guys like the Glocks? I'm a Glock guy. You're a Glock guy. So we have, we have our friend Mike, who is uh, he's, he's out doing some, some police stuff right now. But uh, he is a diehard Glock guy. Most cops are. But I'm an XD guy. Uh, it's because I, I have tiny little hands. I've got the hands of a seven-year-old. And it's, it's really difficult sometimes. I lose a lot of masculinity contests. Uh, but the Glocks are just too bulky for me. Uh, so, the, you like the XD. Anybody else? Chime in. Favorite gun? I just don't really have a preference. Not a preference. You could, if, it, if it makes noise, you'll shoot it?
4: Sounds good. <laughs> I think in my, in my realm, I'm an MP, so I, we had the Beretta. Offered law enforcement at work, and I hate the Beretta. Yeah,
2: the M9 like, is a terrible me weapon. It's
4: anything but the Beretta. And I fell in love with the Springfield uh, platform, and, and this will do all my personal time to shoot that one instead.
2: That's awesome. Did you do uh, the 40 or the 45? The 45. Nice. Yeah. Nice! Yeah. Full frame? Full frame. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I bought my XD, they were brand new, and it was right after Bad Boys 2 came out. You remember that? One of the best gun movies ever made, <laughs> by the way. And so I got—I made sure to get the bitone with the silver slide because that was legit back in, like, 2003. Uh, and now I'm a little embarrassed about it because nobody shoots the, the silver and black anymore, right? It's like rest gun on. fashion. is yeah. It's so out of style. But, man, I loved I've put 500,000 500, rounds through this yeah. thing. And... It still just barks like a champ. I, I love the XD. So, when you're shooting uh, in real life compared to your online gaming, are there any of the skills that you obtained uh, in the military or in marksmanship that have transitioned into your online activities?
4: So I want to say what part of the esports program's um, directive pretty much is it's mostly just dexterity, uh, hand eye coordination. So, all that translates into civilian sector as well with the, you know, working with our video games obviously, you know, in Rainbow Six Siege, you know, you need a split second decision making when someone's going in the corner, take your team out, unless you yeah. team shoot somebody. Um, but, um, like I said, on the range time as well, same thing, you know, that split second decision you got to make uh, which in your targets or back and forth, you reflex fire as well. So it all translates over uh, in its own way.
2: Man, you have done your homework on this thing. <laughs> I gotta know, when people find out that the United States Army has a video game team how do people react to you generally when they find out what you do? Surprise! Surprise! surprise yeah, right? No, like a good surprise, or they're like, "My tax dollars are paying for video games." Say usually, it's a pretty good surprise. Usually,
1: it's just a, they had no idea, kind of surprised.
2: I literally, I had no idea, and I I work very closely with the military, and I I I totally get it. Like I understand uh, the the reason for you guys doing this, and I I love the fact that the army is putting. Uh, putting some money behind it, like putting some actual resources into... Because it's a recruiting tool as well, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. you guys go, you guys are in town for a gaming convention that we're having this weekend here in Salt Lake City. And you guys travel the country doing this kind of stuff, right? Yes,
1: yeah.
2: uh, correct. Do you guys intimidate people when you walk in and you're like, okay, we're going to play Fortnite, we're going to play Rainbow Six?
4: It's a, it's a mystery reaction. People are like, wait a minute, the Army's here competing? Or it's like, oh man, the Army has a team, you know, that's pretty awesome. So... A lot of it's we do a lot of events, play against the Army, pretty much. The so one-on-one games. we have at our recruiting booth or our table, and people love that. I mean, League of Legends is a really big hit, Overwatch. So when people get a chance to come in and, and converse with us and talk about the Army, and then it evolves to talk about the game, or, or vice versa. So people, people love uh, seeing the Army out there and engaging, especially in Salt Lake City. You know, there's no Army base around here, so it's kind of rare to see somebody in our uniform other, other than recruiters. Right, right. So people see us, oh, man, thank you for your service, and what are you here for? Oh, it's a convention for the esports team. Oh, really? Like, you know, it's just... Amazement.
2: I can always tell I can always tell walking around Salt Lake City because we have we have like a National Guard and we have some reservists walking right. around. And if you know what you're looking at, like uh working as closely with the military as I do, I can always tell by the patch, right? So if I see if I see a National Guard patch or if I see a, a, a ready reserve patch, I know who I'm I'm looking at. But if I see somebody in town with like we'll say eighty second, which one of you guys was from from Bragg? So if I see an eighty second on their left arm, I'm like Whoa! What What are you doing here? What is <laughs> Not,
4: out of place? Hold on! I'll I'll start. You know, <laughs> I start asking questions, <laughs> and like
2: my friends and my wife will be like, "What are you giving that guy a hard time for?" I'm like, "He is he is way outside the lines here. He's you know." But that's if you're traveling the country. Do you travel? You guys have jerseys on. Mm-hmm. Do you wear the standard uniform when you're when you're doing this, or is this what you guys wear? Usually
1: we stay with the jerseys.
2: So you're easily identifiable as the esports team. That's really cool. Uh do you guys like uh do you do you guys hang out off off the I don't even know what the gaming speak would be. We're, we're I am all, so out of touch with we're video all across games, the man. Country, so
1: usually all our hanging out is happening in our, our Discord that we have. And we, we hang out there, chat, play video games. Uh, and then when we do get the opportunity to travel and go to these events and represent the Army, that's when we get to hang out in person whenever we, we got our downtime from the events. When you guys
2: address each other in person, do you use your, your gamer it's, tags so confused, or do you yeah, use we, your... We
1: started off with like half the people introduced by first name, some by ranking name, some by gamer tag. We're like, all right, we got to we got to decide what we're going to do here. Like, if
2: you're going, going to, to meet a full bird colonel, are you going to walk up and go, oh, yeah, this is my associate, Happy Panda? <laughs> oh, a daddy Panda.
1: Daddy, daddy Panda. <laughs> daddy not, Panda not with 3Ds.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know it's her. The 3Ds in the middle of it.
2: <laughs> like, you're going to do push-ups till I'm tired at that point. Uh, you guys, this is this is really cool. I'm really glad that you guys decided to come spend time with me today. This is, this is really fun. Um, what was the first game you guys ever played?
3: Farmville. Halo.
2: Halo. Really? Nice. Oh, we talking like Technically. first Technically. first game ever. Like, like even played. as as a kid, like <laughs> Sonic like the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh yes. Back in those Sega days. Yeah, That's you're from my generation. Oh yes. That's
4: NES <laughs> NES Mario. Yeah, yeah the first NES one. for sure. Okay. We bought that Nintendo and I played the crap out of it till it couldn't be the disc, the, the cartridge anymore. Jeez, and blow blowing it? Out. it yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do the, the alcohol. <sighs> but I love that that console so much. So,
2: so what is the uh, what is the greatest game of all time? Greatest video game of all time. On like this. Come uh, on. I'm gonna make you think. think this is this is what I I ask it, the hard-hitting question. It depends
4: on the on what, so it depends what you want to say like a retro game or modern game or what game has PC, changed. How about we do this? We'll Fox, do the best War shooting Benson. game.
2: So I'm gonna say what modern warfare two. Like kind
4: of best
2: movie best first-person shooter.
1: My Steam library is way too big to make that kind of. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I personally, games. I, I personally think no, Battlefield, 4, Nintendo. Nintendo. Battlefield 4. In no, my opinion, Battlefield 4. Because that's what that's go. what really it opened up, be like Knight.
2: being able
3: to use all kinds of different vehicles and such a massive map. It's just they, they started doing a lot more with like bullet drop. No, um, if you don't so think much,
2: GoldenEye on the Super Nintendo, you're
4: wrong.
3: GoldenEye <laughs> was Golden N64. Was see, see, what are four, you talking about? It's a great <laughs> classic, but still. <laughs>
4: no, that, that Battlefield has one of those ones that people like, uh, who wanted something more realistic. People call duty is all, you know, running, going and gun. But Battlefield in more tactical uh, sense. Hide,
2: yeah, I get that.
4: and weight or configure, you know, your bullet drop as well. Kind of think about that. Rainbow Six, I love because it's one of those things yeah. you got to think about when you come in a building and breach and clear. Yeah, even those it's, it's quicker matches. It's one of those things you guys still gotta tactically figure out. Yeah. You know? Super
0: tactical.
2: He's what do you think to about uh, is VR gonna start being a thing with uh, with these first person shooters? Is that gonna start? It is a thing. Is it? Oh, it yeah. Is it? Oh, yeah. Is it making its uh, making its way into yeah, it's into what we're doing? Quickly,
1: the technology is like advancing super rapidly. So, so
2: is that that's the future then? You think?
1: I don't know if it's the future. I don't think it's ever going to replace PC or console gaming. Or at least not from my my point of view. It's but, more a novelty, uh, I think, right now. Yeah, right now it's a little bit novelty. They're still working out some issues. I mean, I still want to sit down and play games. And you got to stand <laughs> up and move around to play those games. So. If I wanted to sit, I to, if I
2: wanted to stand up thing. and move around, I'd join the army. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Well, have I got the job for you, sir? <laughs>
3: here's, here's my card. Spoken like a true recruiter. <laughs> uh,
2: so technically, that's that's what your your role is, right? It is a it's a recruiting tool, it's right?
4: A, like liaison outreach. to the recruiters, yeah, or outreach. Yeah, outreach
2: yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, you guys, thank you so much for for taking the time to be with us today. Uh, how do people know more if they want to if they want to know more about the esports team?
1: Uh, you can message us on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, and it's all at US Army Esports. So there's people waiting to reply to your messages with all the questions you have.
2: And Good. if I want to challenge you guys on Rainbow Six, when, when are you guys on? When are you guys on?
4: Join our Discord. Join
1: our Discord, yeah.
2: How do we do that? Where's that?
1: Uh, discordgg Esports.
2: I'm gonna put a link to that in the uh, in the bio for yeah. this episode. So it's open
4: for everybody. Come in, uh, converse with us. Come and play. We pick up games all the time on there. It's Super
2: engaging. Do you ever get uh, do you ever have like twelve uh, year olds trash talking you on the oh, open speak time. when you're trying to play? <laughs> well, all time. So, and they have no idea who they're talking to, right?
1: So. <laughs> I get it a lot because 'cause I'm a female gamer, so I'll uh, Rainbow Six Siege, it's all about call outs and communicating with your team and then I'll be like, Oh, um, someone was on Red Stairs and they'll be like, Can you say it again? I'll be like someone on Red Stairs and they'll be like, Is that a girl?
2: <laughs> What's a girl doing play yeah. video games? <laughs> Go play with your dolls. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sexism is alive and well in the yeah. video gaming world. That's that, that's for sure. We have sure. a
4: number of female gamers in our community that they're really talented in what they do when they're in the game, so they're really represented really well. Yeah. I
2: I've I have said this many times. Women are smarter than men, and uh, when it comes to no, this is this is true. This is this is science. Now we we may be cooler than women. We may do stuff that's more badass than women on on occasion, but uh, when it when it comes to like. Thinking things through and and uh, and logically solving a problem, there is no way she is clearly she is clearly the one to beat. And I'm sorry to all of you for for you know calling you out on the carpet on that. But you would be the one I'd worry most about. Uh, you guys, thank you so much for being thank here today. Uh, we'll see you on Discord. I'm gonna I'm gonna play some Cubert. A little bit later on, yeah. you guys know that. I got my NES Classic <laughs> for Christmas this year, finally. So I'm gonna go home and play some no, excite ps What? <laughs> I just bought a PS1 Classic. Well, that's that. That's a thing. Yeah, it's
3: the same thing. A little mini PlayStation One with 20 games loaded on it, like Final Fantasy VII, Tomb Raider. Um, no Tomb Raider. Oh. Uh, Tomb was Raider like, was an Twisted awesome game. Metal. metal. Uh, all
1: yeah, all I kinds forgot of, about all those games. That's
2: I would never have thought PlayStation One would be a classic console. That's. Just bizarre to me. Uh, as you can tell, my, my gaming experience peaked in about 1989. So uh, I, I plateaued when I started playing uh, PS1 games. I was like, okay, I, I can't. And then I'd get my ass kicked by some 12-year-old, like in Pennsylvania. And then he'd be like, Mom, make my taquitos. And then I'd get killed by that same kid. I just My self-esteem is fragile. I couldn't handle it anymore. Uh, all right, guys. Well, we'll see you at Gaming Con. And we'll see you online. See you around. United States Army Esports team. Also, my thanks to uh, Sergeant First Class Sherlock and my good friend, Sergeant First Class Robert Dodge. Uh, Thank you for joining us today, man.
3: As always, John, it's a total honor to be here
2: with you. It is an honor to be here with (laughs) you.